Greetings and welcome back to the DC Beer Show. We're podcasting today on St. Patrick's Day Eve about Women's History Month. We are at DC Beer across social media and Discord. We'll have a special interview with Erin Carla Young from Silver Branch and the Pink Boot Society later in the show. But we'll start, as we always do, kicking it off with what we're drinking. I'm going to jump straight in and not have people ask me. I'm just going to come out and say, I am drinking 838 Irish Stout. Off um, out of Ashburn's very own dynasty. Um, shout out to Fabio Garcia and shout out to Mike Stein, who you hear from in a minute for hand delivering this lovely 4.8% Irish stout. It's absolutely banging, and I believe it has a uh, local Virginia malt from Murphy and Rude. Very nice. Brandy, hello. What are you drinking? Hey, so I'm actually double fisting tonight. I have been oddly, very oddly, craving wine. And I don't even like wine that much. And it gives me a terrible, terrible headache. But I also love cider. And the good thing about my friends uh, located near Charlottesville, Virginia, is they make cider, dry, sparkling cider. Like, oh, it's so good. Um, Over at Albemarle Cider Works. So shout out to the Shelton's. Hey, Chuck, what's up? So I'm drinking a Red Hill which is a super crisp, kind of tart cider made, like I said, near Charlottesville, Virginia at Albemarle Cider. So I have that. And then for my beer, I am drinking a Wardaka or Wardaka. still haven't figured out how to pronounce the name of the brewery. Sorry. I don't know how to pronounce it either. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Watch Me Nene. And it is actually a collaboration with Flying Dog with a really cool horse on it. Um, but I visited the brewery couple months ago was freezing, freezing outside. Um, and they were having their fifth anniversary. So I came home with a big pack of beer and this is one of them. It's actually really, really delicious. It's a spiced red ale. It comes in at 7%, really easy drinking. It's perfect for the weather today. So yeah, that's what I got going on. Mike, what you got going on over there? I am drinking a Bier de Alsace. <laughs> you so, and your fancy names of your beer. I'm like, watch me nay nay, and you're like, beer just. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher the French. You butcher the Maryland farmhouse brewery we love, whose name we can't pronounce. Sorry, I love you guys. <laughs> Tweet us and tell us how to. Where Daca, phonetically... Daca, We love you. Keep cranking out the good liquid. Yes. So beer d'Alsace, French pills from Notch Brewing out of Salem, mm. Massachusetts. This was sent to me by Will Gordon. I tweeted out from the DC Beer account, would love to try this French pills. And Will, sure enough, Will Gordon sent me a can of it, and it's delicious. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going lower than Jake, 4.4% ABV. Cereal mash. I, I do believe it's a corn lager. And you know, corn beer is my love language. 12 degrees Play-Doh, open fermented, spunded, which means naturally carbonated. Carbonation coming from fermentation. Hopped with strizzle spalt, lagered forever. I mean, what makes it French, just, Mike? Uh, Is it just the, the name? Or yeah, what so it's yeah. So this Alsatian beer, the French pills. I I do believe there are French hops in here. Mm. And then, according to Chris Loring, who's uh, I think the the owner of Notch, this was a legitimate style French pills uh, with French corn. And a fun fact about French corn. Uh, they call it was maize. <laughs> Correct. Wee oui, wee, oui, Jacob. That's book learning right uh, there, folks. 
when I was brewing in uh, when I when I made a beer at at Gordon Biersch Rockville with Nassim Sultan. We made a sparkling ale, and we he went to order corn, and surprisingly, he got French maize. It was not American corn in our historical present use or sparkling ale. So, funny tidbit. And actually, here's another tidbit. France grows the most barley in the world. Hmm. How crazy no, is that? I had no idea. I would not have guessed that. You think and France? You, know. you think grapes? Yeah. And knowing is half the battle. The also, more you know. Since Will sent you beer, we want to shout out. Um, Will, Will Gordon, can I have some beer? Send me yeah, some beer, boo. Um, he's, <laughs> he's written for Deadspin. He's written for Vine Pair. He has a Substack now. I know some elements of Substack, the newsletters thing, are problematic. Will is not one of those people. You should subscribe to his Substack. Thank you, Will. Hey, Will. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out. Go subscribe to the Substack. But yeah, I just want to say thank you, Brandy, for the interview this week. Oh yeah, um, had a great time. Erin's my like, girl. We, I mean, we we go back a couple of years, so I love her. You you go She's back cool. like Cairo Prack. <laughs> so <laughs> such a dork. I love so, you, Mike. <laughs> ner- nerd alert. So here we're gonna get into Brandy's interview with Erin Carla Young, who is marketing manager at Silver Branch Brewing Company. Um, but I should just say first, shout out to all the women-owned and lady-led businesses we have around town. The fact that there's too many to mention here is really a good thing. And um, I just was reflecting last week, I had a right proper beer. Uh, we have Leah Cheston at the helm there. I had some DC Brown Leo. beer last week. Shout out to Mari Rodella. And some Ancho Cider last week. Um, shout out to Rachel Fitz. I also bought a bottle of Eve Cider. I'm like Brandy on this dry cider cake. It's like, you want wine, but mm-hmm. better cider. Doesn't give you a headache. Hey, hello. In my Cider's better opinion. for you. And apples are better than grapes. It's just a fact. It, it is a fact. <laughs> it is. And that's the news. An <laughs> so, apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> that's right. A grape a day still don't have prunes at the end of the week. All right. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I am talking about Eve's Cider. A wonderful, I had this wonderful cider I bought from Ancho. Eve's Cider. Uh, they're out of New York. They had a 2018 uh, Darling Creek, which was this naturally sparkling cider. Uh, fermented in the bottle with a traditional method. And all of these beverages are, are, you know, producers are female-led and have strong women owners at the helm. So we just want to shout all of them out, even though we can't name drop all of them. So with that said, Brandy, we're going to get into uh, Brandy's live interview with Aaron. Let's listen in. Hi, everyone. Brandy Holder here with DC Beer. I'm here with a very, very special guest, my friend, Aaron Carla Young of Silver Branch Brewing Company, who'll be joining me via Squadcast today on this International Women's Day 2021 to discuss the Pink Boot Society. Hi, Aaron. Welcome. Hi, Brandy. Happy International Women's Day. You too, boo. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's an exciting day. I'm the marketing manager here at Silver Branch Brewing, uh, and we actually just put out our Pink Boots beer today. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to have Alex from Other Half on with us, but she was unable to join us at the last minute. So I'm sure we'll get her on the next time. Um, but shout out to Alex. Miss you, girl. Y'all stuck um, with me. Yeah. <laughs> but we love you. It's okay. <laughs> so, Erin, I know that you just kind of gave a brief one over about, you know, who you are. But I'd like to I'd like the audience to know more about you and what your role slash roles are in the beer scene. Yeah, well, I was born on, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I actually, uh, I moved down here uh, to the D.C. area about uh, two years ago, a little over two years ago, because uh, I moved down to actually join the Silver Branch team. 
uh, and we just celebrated our second anniversary here. So that's uh, that's super fun. I've uh, I've had a long uh, history within the food and beverage industry. Of course, bartending, as well as doing some brand uh, brand work up in New York for a uh, spirits brand, which was really fun and great. But I kind of wanted to go back to beer. I worked at one brewery in West Virginia about eight years ago, and it was like it was a really like it was really fun time. I met some of the best people that I've ever met. It was a much like chiller (laughs) um, scene than, of course, the liquor scene. And, you know, of course, if you work marketing and sales, uh, a lot of your job is to go out and, uh, you know, imbibe in the beverages (laughs) that you are repping. So, um, you know, it's a lot easier to drink a few beers than to drink a few straight mezcals. So (laughs) that's uh, that's how I got here. I really uh, I love being part of this team, watching Silver Ranch grow from uh, when I first interviewed. And it was just this concrete hole with uh, Brett and Christian telling me where things were going to go and what it was going to look like to now, uh, you know, and seeing the, the fact that, uh, you know, we've become a popular brewery in the region. We're putting out some really great beer, you know, and just like the space in general uh, amazes me. Like, I remember the first day that I walked in and was like, wow, this looks like a place that people are actually going to come to, you know? Uh, so it was really great. A lot of uh, powerful women on the team here, which definitely, you know, inspired our Pink Boots beer, uh, which again, we just put out today. It's called Power Boots 2021, and it is a sour IPA. Um, So let's talk about Silver Branch for one second before we jump full head first into the the Pink Boots Society. So I adore Silver Branch. I know that you all kind of celebrated your second year anniversary last week slash over the weekend. How did that go? Honestly, it was so great. We're living in a COVID world right now. So uh, this was the first day that I was really able to see this space being utilized by a lot of people safely, might I add, yes, <laughs> but yeah. uh, in a very like in a very long time. And uh, I come from a marketing and events background, and so uh, I plan a lot of the you know, most of the events here at Silver Branch. And I've really kind of missed that aspect of my job, you know, because naturally we are still, of course, indoors, you know, limited to you know percentage, which happens. But being able to throw something fun to do something. I mean, even just something as weekly as uh, the cask nights that we uh, were doing for a long time. So we're going to be bringing those back. Like I love pouring cask beer and talking about, oh, this is, you know, a lager. This is why we're serving it on gravity cask. Like it's a very cool, you know, fun beer tradition. Like even something that's just weekly, that's, you know, not a uh, huge party like Oktoberfest. Like it's fun to engage with the beer community in a way that's safe and in a way that like, you know, educates people, makes them a fun, you know, I always like to kind of encourage people to step outside their comfort zone. So, uh, you know, if you are, uh, I only like IPAs and I can get you on like our West coast Saison is, uh, I believe the style we're calling it. It's called all my nomies. It's delicious. It's so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I tasted it on Thursday when I went there Yeah, with Richard. Uh, yeah. For, for those who uh, don't know, West coast Saison is actually, um, we used a French Saison yeast and we dry hopped it with uh, West coast, you know, I, traditional West coast IPA hops. So it's kind of got this really nice balance between the like spicy, fruity character of the yeast and of course those those strong bitter backbone hops yeah so for those of you who have not yet visited silver branch a y i don't understand mm-hmm. but b you will be really impressed with the space i know it's covid so it, you know everyone's encouraged to sit outside although inside seating is you know available at you know well a smaller capacity but the beer selection is always 
fire. Like it's so good. And this coming week, starting tomorrow, the weather is going to be fantastic. So the beer garden, I hope will be packed. Uh, well, COVID packed. (laughs) Yeah. COVID packed everything six feet away or more, you know, I'm really excited for you guys for this week and like having guests come out. Cause even when it was freezing last week on Thursday, when I went every people, I saw Ben from Denizens Mm -hmm. show up and like, everyone's just so supportive and you got the Silver Branch beer is delicious, and Erin always puts on the best events. And I don't know, she, I like her Oktoberfest outfit that she always rocks. <laughs> oh, girl, it. I have I have one for each day. <laughs> yes, um, I know. You know, you have you you have to uh, you know get your Durndal game straight if you're going to be uh, working at a brewery that uh, definitely emphasizes like world beer culture, which we, we you know which we do. So um, it, Oktoberfest is. Maybe my favorite time of year, but by the end of it, my my liver is like, please, please, mercy. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle, it's like yeah, it's like me during DC Beer Week. Ooh, yeah, ooh, oh my yeah. god, it's it's rough. It's fun, but it's rough. Yeah. So let's jump into Pink Boots. I have been so fortunate throughout the years to meet so many amazing women who either work in the beer scene, own breweries, or in the Pink Boots Society, and a couple of them have given me. Uh, title of honorary member, even though I've yeah. never brewed anything. Um, they're like, Brandy, come brew with us. Come brew with us. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I never do, but it's not that I don't want to. But you are firmly a part of the Pink Boot Society. Can you tell us, and not me per- specifically, but those who are unfamiliar with Pink Boots, what is the Pink Boot Society? Can you Pink Boots is a um, an association for women who work in beer, and it's not just female brewers or you know back of house personnel who actually do the brewing, but you know tap room employees, people like me who work in you know marketing and or sales, um, you know any aspect of working in beer, you can uh, you can join, and I think that um, it's very important because. Although obviously it's 2021, uh, you know we've come a long way, even from when I started working in beer back in like 2016, 15. I don't know. I forget. Pink Boots is great because they promote women in beer, and uh, women are still underrepresented in the beer industry. I think that there is this misconception that to work in beer you have to, you know, have a neck beard and wear flannel and, uh, you know, use words like mouthfeel every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Which don't get me wrong, I, I use it almost every day. But yeah. you know, I like I like to see the face of beer changing. I like to see more women. I like to see more people of color yes. joining the beer community and really being vocal and. So Pink Boots uh, and the DC chapter here, which Brandy had mentioned, Alex, uh, there's actually, uh, you know, I know all the girls on the uh, on the board of Pink Boots and they're wonderful and completely competent and into the scene. And uh, it's really good to have them represent what I consider to be an underrepresented community. Yeah, we have been trying by we, I mean, Mike Stein, Jake and myself, we've been trying to highlight those of color um, those people of color and women more on the show because, you know, we, we always want to have people on at interview and talk about breweries and brewers. And the truth is, is most of them are white men. And we were so excited of that Hellbender, Hellbender, Red Bear, shout out to Simon, just hired a new assistant brewer, Nicole Jones, and who is not only a woman, but a woman of color. So we're like, yay! That's <laughs> um, awesome. So, yeah, and Simon, I spoke to Simon yesterday. Um, it was his, it's his birthday coming up. Happy birthday, Simon. Um, but he was, he's so excited. I mean, you should have seen it on his face. He was pumped because um, he's so qualified. And so he's like, I'm so happy that she's on the team. So um, uh, the Pink Boots 
I know have had so many collaborations. So far, the ones that are popping up in my head are Streetcar 82, which I think was just released yesterday or over the weekend or something. There's Flying Dog, Caboose. Mm -hmm. Tell me about all these collaborations and where you get the idea for them and how they come about. Um, Yeah, so Pink Boots Brews, which of course we didn't get to do a traditional, everybody come to the brewery, you know, to one central brewery and, you know, the women of that brewery write the recipe and really conduct the brew. We didn't get to do that this year, obviously, because of COVID. In fact, last year in 2020, that was like one of the last things I did before the world shut down is we had our brew day and I believe it was on International Women's Day last year. Where was that? It was at Denison's, the uh, the new location in Riverside Park. Okay, yeah. Your Riverdale? Yeah, Riverdale. I'm sorry. Riverdale. Riverside Park is in New York. No, it's Riverdale, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Riverdale. It was a really great opportunity, of course, to connect with other women in the beer scene in D.C., but also, you know, learn more about brewing. Uh, I've always worked front of house or, again, a job like, you know, mine currently. But uh, it's great to learn about brewing and be able to uh, competently uh, like discuss it and understand the processes and what happens and how a beer turns into a beer, quite frankly, you know? Uh, so it's really very cool. So what are the some of the collaborations that you've been a part of? So Silver Branch has always just done our own Pink Boots Brew. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but I actually uh, reached out to a lot of the other uh, breweries to see what they were doing for their Pink Boot, you know, their Pink Boots Brew. So, like, I know True Respite is doing a beer called Pink Glittery Boots. Mm-hmm. And it's like an homage to Dolly Parton, who is a goddess amongst women. Uh, yes. <laughs> I know Streetcar yeah. 82, who you just mentioned, they're um, doing a beer called Kiss Fist that is, celebrates deaf women in brewing, which I think is really amazing. So awesome, Yeah. And then I know Antrocyter is also doing one that's going to um, benefit Planned Parenthood. So that's uh, oh, that's really that. nice. Uh, we're going more traditional, <laughs> just having our proceeds benefit Pink Boots. But, yeah. you know, it's really um, Pink Boots in general is a great organization. They provide scholarships to, uh, you know, to women who work in beer. It's open to women, non-binary people, um, basically anybody who works within the, uh, within the beer industry. Yeah. And I know that you just discuss the the current silver branch one when have you already started uh thinking about the next silver branch pink boots well what's cool about pink boots is that yakima chief puts out a pink boots hop blend every single year and it's always going to be different so last year we did a dry hopped pilsner because the hops in that blend really lent themselves mm-hmm. to uh that taste profile this year we decided to do a sour ipa which, excuse my microphone, I'm going to crack now because I've not had a beer yet today. <laughs> um, you know, except when this one was coming off the line at 8 in the morning. But we yeah. Sh- yeah. Taste te- you had to test- taste it, of course. I mean, Of course. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, sour IPA is a style that I tend to kind of be 50-50 on, you know, because sometimes I want both to taste the tartness as well as to taste the hops. And I will say this one is, is really great. We co-pitched it with uh, Sour VCA and Cali Yeast. Really, like, they're sour and tart, uh, and you get that taste profile, but they're also mild enough not to kill the beautiful hop aroma. This year, the the hop blend was cashmere, autonom, citra, laurel, and sabro. I think I got all those, right? You have um, a cheat sheet right here beside you? Uh, you know, I write in shorthand, and so it's a, it's a toss-up. <laughs> Like, is that a W or yeah. a S? Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, a terrible writer. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Yeah, no, my, my, my notes are bad. My, my notes are bad. <laughs> yeah. So in closing or getting close to closing, because I told a few of my friends today that I was going to interview you and Alex, well, 
I, at the time I thought I was interviewing yeah. her as well for the Pink Boots Society. And I'm like, what is that? And so I'm glad that you gave a, a pretty decent explanation about Pink Boots, but I'm curious if you could, if you had any advice to give to any woman who wants to get into brewing professionally or get into the Pink Boots Society, what, what paths would they need to take or... I definitely would say home brewing. There is a wonderful woman I work with here named Mary Sims. Uh, she's one of our bartenders, and she actually had me over one day, and uh, I helped her home brew. And uh, so that's really amazing. Like I'm still like I'm just learning about the brewing end now. You know, like I've always kind of studied it as a mechanism for me to be better at my job. I can spit out hop names, can tell you how things are made, but it's very different to see to see the processes and to become a part of it, you know? Exactly. Uh, so that's great. So I definitely recommend looking into homebrewing. Um, there's always like homebrew clubs there, you know, there are homebrew stores that usually have, you know, a lot of uh, the aforementioned flannel wearing guys hanging out, you know, as well as of course, female brewers, but uh, you know, connect with these people, get some pointers and then just try things out. Like uh, I think that there is a lot of power in uh trying something out. And if it works out, that's great. If it doesn't, you learn something. I think that, you know, that is, uh, in general, kind of a fun takeaway. Brewing, definitely. I like to cook. I don't like to bake. Brewing is definitely more like baking. Like if you, you can't go off book, I, like I live my life entirely off book, you know, like, uh, Me you know, too. Yes. I hate baking. Uh, <laughs> chaotic neutral, <laughs> chaotic neutral baby. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I think that I'm kind of inspired by the fact that like, there is so much thought going into it. Like when we actually first planned our Pink Boots beer, we all sat down at a table with our head brewer, Chris Broom, and our assistant head brewer, Eric Cross, and we talked through like what we wanted and what we thought that these hops would taste good in. And, you know, they really kind of let us run with it. And of course, we're there to do all of the things that we aren't trained to do and to make sure that we came out with a delicious product. But I really liked their uh, come on in, come into the brewery, uh, that welcoming spirit. And I think that... Hanging out with beer people, asking questions, you will always, uh, you know, you'll always find people who are willing to help you. So, you know, homebrew, hang out with beer people and ask a lot of questions. And then, of course, you know, if you are a woman, like join, uh, join Pink Boots, reach out. You know, if you're a woman who works in beer, anybody can learn. It's never too late to learn. It's, you know, it's a super fun profession and there are not enough women in it. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. How easy is it to be a part of Pink Boots? Just well, you, yeah, you, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you have to work in beer. Yes, well, yeah. yes, you know, but yeah, you have to work in beer. But uh, honestly, there are chapters all over, of course, DC, um, the DC chapter encompasses DC and then the close parts of Maryland and Virginia. But you you pay if you know, you pay your dues. And then, um, and of course, if you wanted to get involved in leadership, you can definitely do that as well. Alex and a girl, another woman who works here named Candace, uh, she she's also uh, involved in Pink Boots leadership for Pink Boots DC. But basically, they do a lot of educational stuff. There's scholarship opportunities if you want to, like, go uh, somewhere to learn more about beer or study, you know, for your Cicerone or, you know, go to Siebel or any of these, like, great brewing programs. And before we head out, I wanted to say congrats to your marriage and to your cute doggo, Baxter. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) Baxter actually got to be on his own beer can with our uh, head brewer, Chris. I saw it when I was there. (laughs) With uh, our head brewer, Chris's dog, Harold. So we brewed it in Old Ale, which is a British style, slightly higher ABV 
beer. Um, and it was delicious, but I love that can. It's called Harold and Baxter, right? It's Baxter and Harold, yeah. Harold, yeah. And cute art, too. And you yeah. guys are selling the posters, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, good idea. But the artist who does our labels, he's brilliant. I actually just got my first label here, my first, like, uh, you know, single label. It's for Eternal Optimist, which is our triple IPA. And I actually really love that they put me on a can of something with a 10.6 ABV, you know, <laughs> uh, as opposed to like, here's your light lady beer, you yeah. know? Oh, um, yeah. 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 So I think that, uh, you know, that's like obviously a very huge honor. But uh, Brandy uh, just mentioned that I just got married. We actually got married here. Brett Robeson, who is our COO, um, he, uh, he actually introduced my husband and I. So it's kind of like a sweet love story. And he performed the ceremony. So awesome. Yeah, yeah, you guys are you guys are great. I've known Erin for a few years. I've been I, mean, I don't see her as much as I used to, but but because of COVID, but yeah, we've had our we've had our lady dates and I come I come in on your shit online all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, is there anything else you want to add before we say goodbye to everybody? Basically just support women in beer. And if you are a woman in beer, support other women in beer, you know, uh, do things that challenge you and that inspire you and really just try to uh, make the whole industry a more inclusive place. Hell yeah. What a great message. <laughs> <laughs> I can turn it on sometimes. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you're pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> thank you, Aaron, for being on. And uh, we will all see each other at some point uh, when COVID is over. But until then, check out uh, all the beers at Silver Branch and especially all the Pink Boots beer at Silver Branch and other breweries. So cheers, Cheers. Aaron. Cheers. That was great. Thanks, Brandy. And thank you, Aaron, as well, for being the interviewee. Uh, We couldn't quite track down like a comprehensive list of the DMV area Pink Boots releases. But we think we've got at least 10 right now. Um, if we're going to shout them out, if you don't hear your brewery listed or if you don't hear your local listed, please reach out. Um, well, can, we can help spread the word. Uh, this is still coming out in March. It's still Women's History Month. Uh, and we're still shouting out these pink boots beers. Last year, speaking of Aaron, Silver Branch brewed a Pilsner. There are some Pilsners coming up from Pink Boots collabs that Mike will tell you about. But this year, I believe Silver Branch has a sour IPA, a bit more exotic. Yeah, so as you know, pills gives me thrills. Lager is my love language, and I, I think it's so awesome that we have a couple of pilsners, a pair of pills, if you will, from Crooked Crab. They have theirs canned in package, and then we have a dry hop pilsner coming from the Guinness Open Gate Brewery in Baltimore County. They had a bunch of their employees and leaderships make, making that beer. Um, shout out to Holly, who was at the helm for that beer, and then all of the other uh, Guinness workers helping her out. So pre-order is available at Crooked Crab, and the Guinness's, the Guinness Open Gate Dry Hop Pills will be available next month. So keep an eye out. There are some incredible women that I have met over the years in not only the beer industry, but the distilling industry. And it's always so fun and exciting to meet them. And they do like they own their shit. And I fucking love that. Right. But it's it's so great seeing so many breweries participating this year with the Pink Boot Society, because there are which tells you there are more and more women at all these breweries, you know, and despite COVID (laughs) and the how it hit, you know, the hospitality industry. You know, I know that it's been hard, but there are so many breweries. Now there are 10. Uh, Jake just added one to our list. Uh, We had nine. 
Um, and if, like Jake said and Mike said, if there are more, you know, let us know. We want to reshare stuff. And I just, I want to emphasize to all the breweries and anyone who works at a brewery. So I get not everyone at the breweries are going to listen to our podcast. But if you work at a brewery and you listen to us, tag us in Instagram so I can share your stuff and like everyone can see all your, you know, because there are some play, people that I don't follow personally online and I want, I want to support you guys. Um, and social media is the way to do it right now. But I want to shout out to Aslan, Brew Republic, Caboose, Checker Spot, Crooked Crab, Flying Dog, Guinness, Open Gate, St. Row, Silver Branch, Streetcar 82, my friends right around the corner, for coming out with Pink Boots beers. Um, and if we miss anyone, again, shout us out and let us know. Um, but go check these beers out and support your strong women. Always. <laughs> and thank you, Yakima Hops, for the Pink Boots beer hop blend, as they do every year. That's right. This is the fourth year, fourth year for Yakima. Uh, obviously, the selection uh, couldn't be held live at the Great American Beer Festival uh, when it usually is. But if you're interested to hear more, uh, check out just punch Pink Boots into uh, you know your your pod whatever your listening device is, and you'll get you'll be able to hear from Yakima themselves or uh, Terry Farendorf, who founded Pink Boots. And I, w- I was listening to a pod with Terry this morning. Um, when I was walking the dogs and she was saying pink boots will exist for as long as it needs to. And as we work towards uh, an equitable world, equal pay and equity in regards to compensation, we're just grateful that we've got 10 right here in our immediate area. So check out the 10 Brandy listed and support your local. Yeah. And if you're looking for one to avoid, um, you can give uh, the gas face over to the folks at BrewDog. Um, there is a bit of nonsense uh, and misogyny and transphobia going on at the BrewDog Indianapolis uh, brewery and brew pub location. Oof. We don't stand for that shit. And no. um, neither should you. Yeah. I wanted to say one more thing. So for my interview that I did with Aaron, we unfortunately could not get Alex on. She had a random last minute thing come up but we definitely want alex on because she is a fucking badass (laughs) like all the other ladies like look for that in the future so we're gonna get her on and you know other half is crushing it right now so but yeah if you guys have any questions or want to shout out or tag us for beer do it jake already gave you the the go ahead do it (laughs) that's right at dc beer across twitter instagram facebook all those fun folks who are not bots and this and that just I am not to, a bot. To fill those folks in who aren't on the first name basis with Alex, it's Alex Keller, formerly oh, of Silver Branch, sorry, now right. of Other Half, who I believe is the DC area chapter head for Pink Boots Society. Alex, That's right. come on the show, please. We love you. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to check out anything further than that, you can go to pinkbootssociety.org. Again, that's pinkbootssociety.org. And you'll be able to pull up as much as you care to read to your heart's content. If anyone uh, wants to send me beer like they send Mike Stein beer, <laughs> feel free. <That's laughs> I am right. available. You can hit I'll us up. I'll give you my address. That's right. You can, <laughs> you can hit us up addresses in the DMs. I used to get free beer all the time. And now I don't. <laughs> yes. This, the sad professional hazards of a pandemic environment. The well is dry. But... The good news is, is um, if your stimmy check hit, um, you should go buy local beer. Hell yeah. You can yeah. also buy out-of-market beer from like Church Key, the Church Key Beer Shop, or Ancho. Both those places are killing it in terms of bringing in 
rare, out of market, harder to get beers that are not necessarily hashtag whales bro, but it's like quality, well-made, good beer. So yes, spend your stimulus checks wisely, use them to stimulate the local economy. And um, here's hoping that we are all vaccinated when we are eligible. Yeah, yeah. And so the back half of the year can be beer fest o'clock. Yeah. On that note, we'll tease the episode coming up to in two weeks. We're going to talk to Port City about what Port City is known for, which is, of course, hazy IPAs. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Got them. Right. April Fool. Early April Fool's. That's right. All right. Bye, everybody. Uh. Thanks for tuning in. We're at DC Beer. You know what to do. Cheers. See you all next time. Cheers.